Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hello from CNN, I'm Joe Beck with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, September 5th. President Joe Biden is heading to India later this week for the G20 summit, and controversies around the meeting have already begun. Leaders from the world's top 20 economies will come together at a prominent convention center in India's capital, New Delhi. But the city will look very different when they arrive. In the lead-up to the meeting, tens of thousands of New Delhi's most marginalized residents have been evicted from their homes, as authorities begin a mass demolition drive in neighborhoods across the city. CNN spoke to a woman whose home was destroyed. Our children were hungry, they were thirsty, we had no place to cook after they demolished our homes. The government says the demolitions are justified because the structures are, quote, illegal, and said it plans to rehome some of the affected communities, denying any link to the G20 summit. But activists have questioned the timing, claiming instead that it's part of what they call a beautification project, so basically a campaign to remove the city's beggars and slums to impress foreign dignitaries. Meanwhile, it's looking likely that China's President Xi Jinping will skip the G20 meeting for the first time ever as tensions grow between China and India. Premier Li Chang will go in his place. It's been a month since former President Donald Trump was first indicted over his efforts to overturn the 2020 election, but that doesn't mean the investigation is over. And questions asked at recent witness interviews suggest the special counsel leading the probe, Jack Smith, is focusing on fundraising and voting equipment breaches. That's according to sources familiar with the matter, who say the role of former Trump lawyer Sidney Powell was at the center of the questioning. She's facing charges alongside Trump in Georgia, which she has pleaded not guilty to, and has also been identified as one of Trump's unindicted co-conspirators listed in Smith's federal election indictments. I woke up my wife, I said, hey, I think there might be somebody downstairs. Um, you know, get, get on the phone. That's Bacopson Township resident Ryan Drummond describing the moment he thought escaped murderer Daniela Cavalcante could be in his house in Pennsylvania. What I decided to do was flip the light switch on and off, you know, three or four or five times, pause, and then he flipped the light switch from downstairs three or four times, which was the moment of like, oh my God, this guy is down there. Drummond told CNN affiliate WPVI he then saw the fugitive walking out of his home. Cavalcante broke out of the Chester County prison about 30 miles west of Philadelphia on Thursday, and the county's district attorney described him as an extremely dangerous man. He was convicted of first-degree murder for the 2021 killing of his former girlfriend and was sentenced to life without parole last week. Some schools in the area have been closed, and police in Pennsylvania are now broadcasting a message from his mother around a one- to two-mile area where they believe he's hiding. An investigation was launched into comments a black North Carolina Supreme Court justice made about the diversity of the state's judicial system. So now, she's filed a lawsuit. Anita Earls told an online journal that the court needed to look into the reasons behind the lack of diversity in lower courts, and pointed out there could be implicit biases within the judiciary system because of that lack of diversity. In response, the North Carolina Judicial Standards Commission launched an investigation into her conduct. So now Earls has filed a lawsuit arguing her comments are protected as political speech under the First Amendment. Earls is a Democrat running for re-election in 2026, and she could face sanctions if she's found to have violated the state's judicial conduct rules, including being removed from the bench. 
Coming up, hunters catch an alligator that's 14 foot long. Hunters in Mississippi have bagged the longest alligator in the state's history, reaching 14 feet 3 inches in length and weighing just over 800 pounds. Four men from a local game processing and hunting store made the catch, and the state's Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks confirmed that it broke the record. That's all for now. Our next episode drops at noon Eastern. 